0: lifeway Lifeway. Lifeway leadership podcast network
1: this is the ron edmondson leadership podcast
0: thanks for listening to the ron edmondson leadership podcast hosted by lifeway ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders I'm your host, Chandler Vanoy, and Ron, in this episode, we're talking about something that I'm really excited to hear more about. We've had a few conversations about it, but how to utilize a personal advisory board. So to start off, how long have you been doing this?
1: Well, I don't remember where the idea first came from, but it uh, it wasn't unique to me, but Somewhere along my career, somebody said, you got to have some people speaking into your life. Hmm. It started in the marketplace, uh, done it in uh, nonprofits, certainly done it in the church. And, you know, I'll many times be coaching a, a, a pastor, a leader, and the subject comes up and – I still believe strongly in coaching and consulting, and I do that. And, you know, if you're out there and you need me to come help you, I'll be glad to. But I think a lot of the things that I bring to the table can be accomplished in-house if you have this personal advisory board. So I think uh, it's a great uh, addition to everybody's leadership.
0: Okay. so, So I might hear that and go, well, I've not heard of that before. So yep. what is a
1: personal advisory board? Well, this is not your group of elders. If you're in a church, it's not your deacon body, it's not that. It's it's unique to you. This is a group of 3 to 5 Seasoned leaders. I try not to have more than five. I have had as many as six, but I try to keep it smaller, about five people. They all bring different opinions, so I want at least two or three, uh, but multiple people that I can bounce ideas off of. And as the title indicates, they're just personal advisors. They're speaking into my life as a leader, Uh, not my life. My personal life with my wife or my family, you know, my kids or any of that type of stuff, it may turn into that sometime because they actually become good friends. But I'm bringing to them the issues I'm facing as a leader in the organization and they're helping me uh, think through that. So okay, this is super
0: helpful. So walk us through how you do this. Somebody's sitting there going, man, Ron, I would love to have one
1: of those of my own. I don't know where to start. Well, let me share three kind of basics of, of personal advisory board to me and and how I, I use them. So these are the more of the specifics. How often do we meet? Well, it's up to you. But for me, this is not real frequent. Uh, it's at at best every six weeks or so, but it could be every three or four months because I don't want to where there. Usually, these are high-level leaders. Uh, I'll give you an example. In my last personal advisory board when i was at the church um, uh... the last church that i pastored uh... consisted of a a bank president that was one of the larger banks in the state she she was extremely well she wasn't even the bank president she was president of the company that owned the bank you know <laughs> so the bank had its own president she was a you know, she was an important person um, one was a police chief of the city uh, one was a, a high level executive with a corporation that had 20, 25,000 employees under him. Mm-hmm. one was a, a, a CEO of a uh, one of the largest hospitals in the state. These are the caliber of people that I was looking for. Now, you may not have all those sitting in your church, um, but the highest level leader you can find and and. Uh, And you're meeting, so you don't want to wear them out with meetings. So you want to be prepared when you meet with them. You want to, um, uh, and you just don't want to do it that often. So I would say, best case scenario is probably every three to four months. Um, So. The next question is, what do I do with them? Yep. Uh, again, I meet with them to seek their personal advice. Uh, they can help me see because they're not they're not tasked with having to complete what we're doing, but they can help me in the midst of a lot of good initiatives that may compete with each other. Know where should I put my best energies? How should I approach this issue? What uh, I have brought to them. Um, uh, for example, I've got this staff member or this employee that I just don't think is a fit anymore. How should I go about doing this? Or um, or the, here's an opportunity, you know, put it in the church context. We have um, an opportunity to launch a campus here. When should we do it? How should we go about it? Who should be involved? You know, that sort of thing. So it's really high level things that, if if I try to handle them on my own, they're gonna seem overwhelming. They're gonna seem bigger than me. They look at them. Now you, you got to understand. They're gonna pitch you. Sometimes they're because they're such good leaders. Sometimes they're gonna say, "Fire them! Fire them right now!" Yep. You know? Okay. Well, <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> but I have to, and, and they'll understand yeah. that, but they can help you wade through the issues. They may say, I wouldn't fire them right now because you need them for this. Yeah. What I would concentrate on is, is over here. So, so I let them know everything I've got going on at any given time and let them help me navigate where is, is my best attention over the next three to four months until we meet again. Um, it's you know it's an enormous task that I'm asking them to do. One of the, one of my person my personal advisory board one time said to me, he said, you know, if you had to pay us, because I don't pay them. They're, these are volunteers. They're usually in the church. Or in the organization mm-hmm. or friends in the community that can speak into what I'm doing and if you can afford to pay them if, like in the marketplace you can afford to pay them pay them something or or treat them nicely to something you know take them to a meal or something but most of the time they're doing this because they like you and they want to help you and this gives them something to invest their overflow of wisdom and of experience into so a lot of times they're very flattered that you ask them to do this but they helped me – oh, this guy said to me, he said, you know, if you had to pay us for what – you couldn't afford to do this. Yeah. And they're exactly right. So uh, – and these are usually people, a lot of times, they're not going to serve as elders or as uh, positions. Like, they don't have the time. Hmm. You know, these are – they're too busy for that. Um, not always. Sometimes they would. But some of these people have served in my finance committee, for example. But anyway – I'm going to take them three to five initiatives. Here's what I'm looking at. Help me weigh where to put my best attention. Prioritize these for me. And then um, help me navigate the next few months.
0: So going back to when you were at your previous church, Mm -hmm. it sounded like you said, hey, they can be in the church. Let me ask this question. Has it ever gotten complex with they might know the person you're talking
1: about yeah it does but usually again you're looking for people who can rise above their feelings and emotions Mm -hmm. and and what is the right thing to do at this time Yep. in a kingdom sense now these are believers in the church so i'm not looking for you know outside uh, you know that um in the business world, they may not be because you're yeah. looking for a different thing. Your your goal is profit, not disciples. But uh, in the church setting, these are believers, but they look at it differently. They're looking at it from a bigger picture kingdom perspective. And yes, this hurts to make this call, but in the end, it's going to we have a better chance mm-hmm. of making more disciples because we made the hard decision.
0: Yeah, they can see that the short term. Hurt pain is, yeah. is worth it for That's the long term right. health. Yeah. Now the other question, and we may get to this in a minute, but um, y- you know, you said three to five. Mm-hmm. Are you meeting with them together? Yes, they're all together. Okay. So how do you? I mean, you just said, hey, their times important. Yeah. They're they're really busy. Um, do you let them know, hey, when you know you're, I want you to be a, be a part of this. Yeah. You're going to also be among. Th- you know three to four others that's right um, how do you set expectations for them just to kind of know what that looks like
1: yeah I, I let them know real close up front and we will talk about this uh, uh, might but well but now's a good time to do it so I let them know the expectations up front they're not decision-makers I'm not asking them to decide they're not they have no authority um, they, they have no agenda They're simply advisors. And so we make that real clear to them of what the expectations are. Many times you'll find somebody, they've served on a nonprofit board or they started on a board. And so they understand some of that a little bit. But this is like a board for me, you know. And so I'm not asking you to make this decision. I have to own this. Um, But I'm asking you to weigh in on it and give your expertise. And then the expectation that when you walk out of the meeting, you're done. Yeah. You have no game in this. And I may not make, I may not take all your advice because of the context we're in. I want that all cleared up front, and and they have to be okay with that. And then I've had one or two that just said, you know, I'm I'm too emotionally attached to this. Okay, that's yeah. fine. You know, that, that's no problem at all. And and you talked about how busy they are, so I try to keep it no more than an hour or two. And what happens is. So the first couple of times they're learning the system because they're not on the inside a lot of times they're not sitting in those seats of leadership right now, so I'm I'm uh, I'm they're learning how things work. After you do this two or three times, they start to track with you. And last time we talked about this the staff member where are we at with that so they'll start to ask those questions and so you you start to bring the grid that kind of that you're working with them on to the next meeting and yep. so then they begin to follow through on that that's
0: helpful okay so we've we've talked a lot about the the what but what about the who what yep. type of person do you look for to have on your personal advisory board well
1: we we talked about that high level leader i want seasoned leaders that's what i want and they again they don't have to be in ministry in fact most of the time mine have not been uh i shared some examples of some of the ones on our last one but look for sharp leaders also, another one that, that uh, an area they might be retired, and uh, so they had a good career, but now they don't really have a place. They're investing, and they got this stored up experience. You mm-hmm. know, iron sharpens iron, so to speak. Uh, they've made some of the best lead, best personal advisors that I've had. And they've, they've got time. Uh, their time's not as important, but I can just pick their brain for that. Uh, So I I served at First Clarksville, for example, just some time back. It was just a year assignment. This has always worked for me, so I wanted a a group there. Uh, I only found two that I felt, but both of these guys were, because that's in a military town, both of these guys were high level military. One of them was the garrison commander for Fort Campbell, which means he was the mayor of Fort Campbell. That's basically what he did. He ran a, a city, you know, the size of Fort Campbell. And was willing to sit with me every six or eight weeks while I was there and talk through this. Another one was somebody that worked with him and very close. And and, uh, those guys just, I didn't have to, they they were so good at leadership. I didn't have to paint a lot of details for them to get it and be able to speak into it. Hmm. That's very helpful.
0: So hearing you say this, there's multiple levels of leadership listening to this. Yes, and I'm hearing this and going, well, this this definitely makes sense for a senior leader. Hey, I want to bring these high-level leaders in thinking about mm. the whole organization. Right. Maybe somebody, maybe it's a small group pastor. Yep. Maybe it is a student pastor listening.
1: Yep. I still advise it. What does this look like for yep. them? I still advise it, and I, and I frequently suggest it. I, I'll be candid with you. I've seldom gotten people to follow through on it. Mm-hmm. just to be honest. Uh, but I've said to a student pastor, look, now in a lot of these contexts, they're, they're looking, you know, uh, let's say you're a student pastor of Second Baptist such and such, and you have a youth committee, and they have to approve things. That's not what we're talking about here. These are simply advising you. They're one and dones. They have that meeting, and they walk out the door, and they're finished. And what I've said is, have some parents, maybe some people that are busy, uh, that are good, sharp leaders and let them speak into this and help you navigate that. You'll be more prepared when you go before the youth committee and they have to approve your plans because mm-hmm. they've allowed you to, to to flesh it out with a, with seasoned leaders. So I recommend it at every level of having this personal advisory board. And I think it will. But well, the reason you wouldn't is because you're afraid of giving up some sort of authority or power on your own. But that's not what you're doing. You're not giving them any authority. You're simply asking asking for advice. They're an advisory board.
0: And I think even what you were saying there, even the context. So what you were saying, student pastor, don't go look for the maybe the bank executive who's thinking high level of our organization. Think about parents. Yeah. So even what you're saying there is very helpful to say, hey, it's going to look different in your context,
1: but you still recommend one. Yeah. And it could be that they're not parents, but they're successful leaders. So it could be that as well. Um, But just find some people that can sharpen you as a leader and ask them to serve in that role.
0: That's great. Well, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue providing them. We'd love if you would like, share, review, subscribe to the podcast. And if you want, share this with somebody that you know that you think this could be helpful for them to find their own personal advisory board. Maybe even send this to somebody who you're thinking about, hey, I'd love for you to be on my personal advisory board. So with that, we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.